All right, the holiday season is upon us, and in 2023, coming towards the end of September, it's looking like the remainder of the year might be pretty bleak. And so if you're looking to get things set up and situated, now is the time to go through your checklist that's going to help you out the most with SEO for Q4 2023. Looking for ideas and tactical news on how to grow and market your business online? It's the perfect afternoon morning show. So grab a coffee or your pen and paper, keep driving to work, hey, eyes on the road now, and prepare to be inspired. I do a series of phone calls every month uh, with an investment firm, a big hedge fund, and it talks about what agencies are doing digitally all across the world and trends and other things that they're seeing. And I can tell you that it it's definitely looking flat to possibly a couple points of like uh, betterness going into the fourth quarter, and everybody's looking at the economy. And looking at uh, consumer goods and uh, how people are going to be spending money. Credit card debt's at an all-time high, so there's big concerns out there. So one of the ways you can make sure that your investments are being taken care of and put yourself up or set yourself up for success in the best popular way is going to make sure that you have a checklist put together for SEO, search engine optimization for your site. This will be a quick one. I'm going to go over in brevity, but we have other ones. And don't forget, we do have a full... Uh, a business website audit uh, sheet uh, that's available for free as a PDF from our website. Uh, just go there and look for that, and that'll help you off with also doing a more formal audit of how your site is up to snuff or not. But let's start, number one, with tools. If you haven't already, you want to make sure that Search Console, Google Search Console, and uh, analytics are installed in your website and working. If you are running ads, you want to make sure that there's integration that has symmetry across all of those platforms. That's going to give you really, really good data and good reporting coming back uh, on a regular basis. Uh, in analytics, if you have conversion points set up, events, make sure that you have events and any type of conversion value set up with those as well so that they can have accurate reporting on that. Um, and Tag Manager. If you're not using that already, you should be. Um, look at relevant plugins that could be helping you inside of your website with the initiatives that you have planned and that you have going on. Um, you can never look at enough plugins for different functionalities. However, you want you can never spend enough time waiting and determining what is the functionality of that plugin. Do you really need it? And do you need another plugin in your website if you're using a content management system like WordPress? Um, because those require updates and maintenance on an ongoing basis. But there's always a lot of low-hanging fruit, and there's really, really nifty developers that put out different types of plugins that can help you out a lot along the way. Um, look at keyword research tools. Uh, keyword Planner, SEMrush, uh, Ahrefs, Moz, there's a number of them out there that are going to give you keyword data. I'm still an old school guy, so I like to go through just auto-suggest as you're typing into Google search and look at all the different key phrases that are coming up. Those are being populated there for a reason, and I think you need to take note and make sure that those keywords um, may possibly be more relevant or synonymous or long tail that you have a better chance of showing up for. Now, let's go on to the technical end of things. Um, you want to make sure that the sky, the sky I can't talk today that your website is secure with HTTPS. 
Uh, so your SSL certificate, always make sure that that stays up to date and that that never ends up flagging or showing any warnings warnings that Google is going to see that may uh, flag your site as being non-secure. Uh, that could be a big issue. Recently, it wasn't highly in the news, but it did get picked up in the news and big time in social media. That's why it got back into the news. Um, was the big cyber breach that happened to MGM Grand and Caesars, both in Vegas and New York. And that was such a big deal. It took down the casinos. And so imagine if your website's not secure, regular people um, that don't know much of anything anything better, uh, that could prevent them from actually wanting to do anything or even visit your website and put any information in there. Uh, everybody has a different approach to security needs, uh, so follow the basic standards and make sure that all of those things are done. Uh, sitemaps. Uh, Yoast is a big one. Yoast Premium is even better, and it creates sitemaps for you, and that is going to give you sitemaps of your entire website, of your posts, your pages, your products with the WooCommerce plugin as well. But you want to make sure those sitemaps are being read in Google Search Console and that you can look at any type of validation or errors that they might be flagging to make sure the site's being crawled. Uh, later on, we in another episode, we can get into the crawl budget, how to kind of sculpt to make sure that when bots are hitting your site, uh, they are going to be crawling only certain pages or only so many of those. The other thing is ensure mobile friendliness. You want to make sure that the website is mobile friendly. And if you're in your analytics and you're looking at devices and you're looking at the way people are visiting your website, are they coming from desktop or are they coming from mobile? If they're coming from mobile, you want to have a very mobile friendly website. Uh, look at your robots.txt file. So a lot of times it's just robots.txt after your domain and look what is being allowed or disavowed. Not There I go again with my, my talking. Uh, that's being allowed or disallowed to not be crawled uh, and to be indexed. You'd be surprised that a lot of uh, sites will have it pretty open and you can find out a lot of interesting thing about people with different folders that they hide in their website or directories that they do or don't want you to be looking at. Um, manual actions inside of Search Console. Always want to be looking at those, usually on a weekly basis, and make sure that um, Google didn't like something that you did and they're flagging your site. Could be for spam or backlinks. It could be a number of issues, but you don't want a manual action. Those have to be taken care of very quickly. Uh, between Search Console and analytics and what you're hearing with your inside sales staff or with lead and sa- lead generation and sales, looking at crawl errors and broken links. Third-party tools, again, SEMrush and Ahrefs are going to be able to crawl your site and look at different issues that are coming up for different reasons. And a big thing is preventing the bots from crawling the website and embracing all new content or products for your website. That's a huge deal. They need to be able to get in there and see those things on a regular basis. And then broken links. Um, Nobody likes to hit a link and it goes to the wrong page and you get a 404. It just sits there and hangs and then it dies. You want to fix those on a regular basis. This is basically weeding your garden, weeding your landscape. You want to continue to do that. And then look at third-party tools. Um, Again, SEMrush, Ahrefs. uh, But if you want to go to Lighthouse for Google or GT Metrics uh, is one that I like that runs your optimization of your site basically for site speed. And look how it scores and where you can make some adjustments and enhancements. A faster website with a better score and a better grade um, is going to be favored more historically with Google. And uh, the quicker and easier you can get people to your site, the quicker and easier they can get to do what they want to do and make a decision. Let's move on to content. You need to solve user pain points. So whatever those that are going on in your industry specific, I cannot stress this enough. You can optimize a website for different keywords and everything else. 
However, if someone goes and clicks off an organic uh, listing over to your website, but then bounces back and goes to competitors, that is a signal Google is going to pick up on. Bounce rate is going to be a big deal. But if people are uh, coming to your website, you want to make sure that you're addressing any type of pain point that they have or questions that typically they would be asking or maybe even giving them answers and posing questions they haven't thought about yet. You need to build trust and authority with your audience. And that's the ways that they're going to want to be more attracted and possibly do business with you. Um, Consult experts or people that just maybe know a little bit more. I don't think there's any experts out there. I think that's a bullshit word. Uh, but people that maybe have done this a little bit longer. So if we think about old Uncle Joe or Grandpa that was an old carpenter and you got an issue with your door, they might be considered an expert. They were kind of around for a long time and did the work. And so you might want to just, the more information you can find out from different people that have done it different ways, uh, the better chance you have in making you know correction uh, for your website itself. Outdated content on your website, refresh it. If there's an opportunity to go back in, if there's sites that are being visited more on a regular basis, you're getting a lot of historic impressions, good time on site. And they're just good long tail keywords that continuously Google likes. And that's building on and deep linking into other pages of your site. Refresh some of that content, update it, look for new information relative, amend that to the top and uh, you know, call that out in a certain way so that it knows that it's updated with a date and hopefully schema if you're not, if it's doing that auto or you can do it yourself to let them know that you've updated that page as well because updated content, nobody wants to read last week's newspaper. The other thing for content is strengthening your backlink profile. There's a number of ways to do it, but I think until you really get a good handle on it, if you're looking at backlinking strategies and you're actively investing in going over those aspects, then you need to audit your backlinks on a regular basis and you need to look at what you need to sculpt. I like to call it calling the herd. You need to call through your backlinks on a regular basis and determine which ones are relevant or not relevant. And historically, do our competitors also get links like that as well? Because you can look at their backlink profiles to a certain extent um, and determine if they're helping or hindering you. Uh, let's go to on page. Are your URLs, all of your website address locations, categories, and products, are those showing up correctly? Do a crawl completely of your site. You can use a third-party tool like Screaming Frog, um, other tools that are out there too that will do an entire crawl of your site. Look at all of the HTML. Look at all the directories. Are all of those reading correctly? If they're not, let's fix those. But when you fix those, make sure you do proper redirection. Now, WordPress a nice, awesome, free, simple tool is the what is the plugin called Redirection that allows you to take a URL and then tell them to write a redirection rule on, on forwarding the address to a new URL. Uh, Yoast Premium will go ahead and do that for you automatically. They prompt you when you change URLs. And you can go ahead and monitor the amount of impressions and clicks that are coming in from different sources into your website for different URLs and what URLs is showing up. Just remember, every once in a while, you got to call that herd as well, too. There's no reason you can't have some orphans and kill off some dead pages. So you can 410 a lot of old pages that are no longer relevant. There's no reason to clean up. There's no reason why you can't clean out the garage or the basement every once in a while and just get rid of old content. Just make sure that it's not something you're going to regret doing. Uh, look at your title tags, your meta descriptions, and then look at page structure for heading. Uh, headings and the structure of those as well. When you do a crawl with Screaming Frog, you're going to be able to audit and look at all of those things too. And I encourage you, if you haven't done it already or it's not already available, 
all brands have a brand book and brand guidelines. When we build sites, we always put together style guides, and we know exactly how all of that's going to be done right from the get-go, and we make sure that's followed to a T. So we have continuity, and we don't give little scratches or blemishes for people to take their eye off the game when they're coming to the sites. You want them to stay focused and look for the information, not to focus on why something looks different or why that picture is weird or this and this and that. Um, that takes people away from doing it. Don't leave them off the path. Look at the body copy, and then more importantly, also look at images. WebP um, is a new format that actually gives better compression and actually makes images a lot lighter and uh, kilobyte size. And that's a new adoption that's been a big deal moving on. There's third-party compression tools you can utilize. Again, another plugin. What do you know? EWWW is one that we like. Um, there's also other ones that will charge you based on a monthly or with credits for the amount of data that they're crushing. So upon upload going through your media library in your website, they'll optimize those images and reduce the size. And what do you know? Size reduction will also reduce the amount of page weight overall. And what do you know? Lower page weight means it'll be delivered faster when someone's requesting it on a mobile device or a desktop device. That means you have faster page speed optimization. They all work together in continuity. So think of it like getting healthy and weight loss. The more you exercise, the less you eat, the less calorie intake, better sleep, more water. All those work in continuity with one another. Um, and then finally, research. You can never stop researching and you always have to spend time and look at when you are perusing or you are browsing or you're reading some articles here and there. Or you're going to download a new app or try out something new. Researching, research and development, R&D. You need to get a fresh understanding of what people are searching on a regular basis and in what browsers and how. So always refine your audiences and the personas that they actually have. Uh, in your research, I would always continuously look for long tail and relevant keywords and synonymous terms. Those are always going to pop up. You're going to find low-hanging fruit all the time. Think of it like going antiquing. You're going to spend a little time here and there. You enjoy it anyways. You optimize for a living. You like the, 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 the whole entire fight and the dance with doing so. But look for some potential new keywords that you can produce new content with or implode those or modify different pages of your site that were ranking for something else. Um, Make sure that you're matching keywords to unique value propositions as well. And that's really important. I was just working on a site for lease turn-ins and looking at competitors and landing pages that they were creating and also amending with brand or manufacturer terms, a lot of them being trademarked and how they skeet around different things with that. But it also ties in together with the unique value proposition, which is that it's a lease turn-in for particularly maybe a GM model and a particular model, um, uh, the GM brand and a particular model, and how they go around doing those ways so that uh, the advertising digitally, because they're doing pay-per-click, that's tying in together. You're not avoiding or you're avoiding trademark infringements and copyrights, and you're getting a better quality score because there's more relevance between the ad and the landing page that's going on, which means you're getting lower cost per click. So the budget can go a lot further. That's always something you should continue to do. Again, you're kind of weeding the garden in regards to something like that. Um, make sure you're researching your competitors and always looking for other competitors on a regular basis. Again, R&D time, there'll be people that show up. Uh, there's third-party tools like Clickies that you use for pay-per-click that will monitor and look at click fraud and where people are coming from, but they'll also give alerts to you when new advertisers are showing up in some of your campaign geographical areas, and it's important to see what people are doing and how people can, even weirdos, can potentially be draining your budget and different things. 
And then look at uh, online communities. You can never uh, do enough research and getting out and talking amongst your peers, even if it is online behind a digital face and keyboard. Uh, it's always good to read those things and post questions. Don't be afraid to get slammed and look for people. There's still a lot of great, wonderful humans in the world that are loving and willing to give out free information and a lot of it very accurate, at least you not to act upon, but to consider and maybe modify and take you in a direction of things you didn't think about. And then also look at other agencies and how they potentially can consult you and help to guide you to new products and maybe new potential solutions for uh, different types of maybe softwares. It could be new plugins. It could be new optimizations. It could be an exchange of how something's being done. Again, JPEGs and GIFs are kind of a thing of the past. Same with PNGs. WebP is, you know, the new image formatting. Um, the other thing is, you know, like HubSpot, that would be one to consider. We're a HubSpot partner agency, but I love it. I believe in it. The more I use it, the more I really, really enjoy it. And I see the power of what it can do. And lastly, remember, you can optimize the hell out of your website. You can have a beautiful website, but if you don't have good business rules and processes in place that happen offline or conjoined between offline and online, like staff being trained, live chat, what to do next... All of your budgets and all your efforts are going to go to shit. So all of it's got to be continuously looked over. Good luck.